And welcome to the 20th episode of Control Alt Deplete. What, what? Yeah. I am the very tired host, Buckblind. And on the right side of the screen is the tierless Bioshock. <laughs> How's it going? Get it. Tier tierless. You have no tier. Tier. Oh, I got tier. <laughs> you got like oh, one got piece of last second. Yeah, I got yeah. 405. No Iridius not... fragment, though. Yeah. Yeah, oh, tragic, well. tragic. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing good, though. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, yeah, it is our 20th episode, so congratulations to us on reaching 20 episodes. Yay. That, yeah. Uh, I feel like it, is, it feels like we haven't done 20, you know? Yeah, we had a little bit of a break in between there. But uh, yeah, yeah, we no. missed like I think we didn't do anything like February or December. Yeah, yeah, it was, or uh, November. A little bit of a break, but January. Oh, let's see. So uh, let's jump right into the news this week. Uh, the weekly affixes for this week, which the reset was today. Um, yeah. It is tyrannical, incorporeal, and spiteful. Which yeah. everybody loves spiteful, unless you're Which one's DPS. Spiteful again? Uh, that's the one where uh, you guys all run for your lives after everything dies because you have ah. maps chasing you. And I laugh yeah. because they don't go after the tank. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's why you, you, you die on spiteful when you're DPS. So yes, I yeah. do. I do. Because I'm not <laughs> used to that mechanic one bit. Um, and then incorporeal is one of our new ones. Yep. And it is the affix where, do, 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 let's see here. Um, it is the one where you have to do, pull this up. Uh, you have adds to spawn, and they will continuously cast Destabilize, which will reduce player damage healing by 50%. Is that healing or damage? That was damage this player damage healing? I don't know. Um, destabilizing. Reduces their... Oh, their okay, so it reduces both your damage and your healing. Um, so you just need to CC them. Uh, oh. Let's see. Um, but yeah, CC. Interrupt them. But if you interrupt it, that will... Uh, they will just keep casting it. So you're going to want like a cage or a paralysis or some some kind of longer stun that you can use on them. Um, I yeah. don't think you can kill them. I don't believe you can kill them. I don't think so. so. Uh, do, do, do. They can spawn on intervals of 45 seconds and it's anywhere from 0 to 2. So you'll never have more than 2 at one time uh, and you might only get 1. You might not get any. But, uh, yeah, yeah. No, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, we haven't done any keys yet with that, but we'll probably do some later tonight. I don't know if we'll have yeah. that in there or not, because I think... Yeah, that'll be a level 7, so we'll probably have some. We'll probably have to deal with it tonight. We'll see that tonight and see what it's yeah, like. Test it out, see what, yep. it, yeah, see what it's like. Um, but, yeah, so those are the affixes. Tyrannical, not too bad. I, I think they've got the bosses tuned a lot better which kind of brings us to our next topic here um the dungeon balancing and tuning that they've had so far for uh this season what are your thoughts on it uh it's like night and day better than the first season right yeah i i i 100 like, agree 
I think they did a lot more testing on the PTR and they started early enough where people could actually test it. I think it, I think it paid dividends. Yeah, I think I think they learned from um, the first season where they had to nerf stuff like twenty times in a row. Yeah, uh, over and over and over. I think they learned from that and the dungeons. I mean, if you're looking at uh, when I looked at Raider IO earlier last week, if you look at like what's the the highest key level that's been timed, almost I think all eight dungeons were 21 or 22 when I looked at it. So that's that's a good variety. Um, I know I think the yeah. week before before they had nerfed a couple of, of, of the dungeons a little bit, um, you had like two dungeons where it was like 17s and 18s were the highest, and 21, yeah. 22 is the highest for the others. But it seems like they're pretty well balanced. Um, I feel like it's been nice for us because, I mean, we've been pumping out keys. It's been kind of nice because we haven't really been like, oh, you got this one as our next key. Oh, that's a dead key. Like, none, none of the dungeons yeah. feel like a dead key. Um, like, a, like a 20 fortified ruby life pools. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, and then uh, say the boss tuning is definitely better. Because uh, yep. I feel like in season one, and I've said this many times, it felt like on tyrannical weeks it took like five minutes to kill a boss, and on fortified mm-hmm. weeks it took three, three and a half minutes. Doesn't feel like that's the case this time. Yeah, um, it's like the keys we we're doing. I think we we're doing like the uh, that fourteen freehold. I think the boss was alive for like a minute forty-five, two minutes. Yeah, and that's on fortified, which is nice. Um, I mean, bosses shouldn't live for a maximum of two minutes on on fortified. Unless you're playing yeah. pumping like level twenties and stuff, and it will take longer then. But yeah, we were doing like elevens to thirteens on a lot of our keys, and I mean bosses are dying pretty quickly, so it's been yeah. nice. Uh, Tyrannical doesn't feel too bad. There's a couple bosses that I- I'm concerned about for this week, but we'll yeah. see. Um, no, overall I think they've done a pretty good job. Now I know this is in our notes, but I have a question for you. Do they ever plan on making it so you can get a full spark per week? Or is it going to have no. a splinter system for the whole season? Splinter system for the whole season. So you're going to have 10 sparks by the end of the season. That's it? Yep. That's what I was telling you. Make sure you save your uh, sparks for to recraft stuff. Now, yeah. it, it's not that big of a deal because when you look at it, the real thing you want the crafting for is embellishments. And you can only right. have two embellished items anyway other than the food one. The food one counts as a free one. But um, most classes, I mean, you're only going to use three crafted items as your best in slot, probably at top, because um, you're going to have you know four to five pieces of tier, and then you're going to have you know your trinkets are going to be there. Uh, rings aren't going to be a crafted ring usually. Um, the lariat I don't think is going to be as strong this season. From what I've been reading, a lot of a lot of classes are saying that the lariat's not quite as strong. Um, yeah. Weapons usually you're going to find a better weapon, especially anybody who's using a one-handed weapon. Probably going to be the underrot weapon if it's an agility class. <laughs> it's probably going to be your best in slot weapon. Just depends, but, but yeah, no, I feel like I feel like the crafted gear. If you get all your best in slot gear by the end of the season, you're probably looking at three, maybe four pieces of crafted gear. And so with only needing, only having 10 sparks and you only need like eight to make sure that you can craft the original piece and then recraft it if you need to. Yeah. But uh, no, I don't think that'd be too bad. Oh, okay. 
Um, now, we have done some of the raids so far. Uh, we are seven of nine on normal and yep. uh, six of nine on LFR only because only six bosses are out. But uh, what are your Very thoughts? Very easy. Yeah, what, what are but, your thoughts but, on it? The Refiner is definitely good to get a, a sense of what the normal mechanics are. Right. Um, but, and to I mean, give a shot at tier. Yes. The, for us, though, we went to normal before looking for raids, so... We, we kind of I learned the fights from you explained them to me, but right. when we did LFR, it, it was like the mechanics were the exact same. The bosses are so much easier to kill. Yeah, but um, I I like the bosses. I like that there's not like that like you can use like almost the same spec for most of the bosses. Maybe maybe you have like three different specs throughout the raid, but um, I, I like the bosses. They're cool. The fights are very cool. They're different. I, I think it's just good. I'm looking forward to getting to those last two bosses, though. I think Notharian is really interesting with the wall. Mm -hmm. And I think once people get the handle of what to do with the wall, that boss will die easily. Yeah, once you don't have somebody in the raid that's telling oh, everybody, yeah. don't break the walls! Let the tanks, the tanks do it. Will get it. But the yeah. tanks can't break the wall in the first phase. So. Yeah. Trap yeah, us all in there. <laughs> I, think, I, th I, I give it a one or two weeks. I think most pugs will have that Notharian down. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, uh, it's 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 got to be a little bit easier than last uh, last oh, raid yeah. first, because like I, I when we were looking for groups like the second week I think it was, like we we're seeing groups of pug groups that are like on the last boss already. So, yeah, there's I mean, a like lot that, of groups that are already just going in and killing Sargrath on normal and stuff. Yeah. 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 No, I think. Uh, so LFR is great for trying to get tier if you're if you're scrambling to try to get tier right now. If you don't have your set, absolutely knock out LFR. Yeah. Because even if you get the piece, you can upgrade it to like 424, I'm pretty sure. So yeah, I, I, can... I, I checked. Yeah, my, I can upgrade my pants at a 405 to 424. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's absolutely worth it. Um, yes. Normal, you can upgrade normal gear, I believe, to 437. So again, absolutely worth it going there and, yep. and going into normal to try to get tier. If your guild is already pushing heroic, it's still probably worth it to spend the night going back and just go through normal if people don't have tier. Uh, yeah. I think, uh, well, in combination, I guess we'll go ahead and jump into this part of it too because uh, it kind of ties into what we're talking about. But the, the upgrade system. Um, yes. With the upgrade system that we've had, I think that helps make uh, the the raid, like the lower levels, more useful to go back and farm. Uh, yep. Because of the fact that you can upgrade stuff so high, it yes. makes it a lot easier. And I think it'll make it easier for people to go and get into normal pugs because you're going to have people with decent gear still probably going back and trying to get it if they don't have their tier set. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think I think it's the upgrade system has been nice. Uh, what's what are your thoughts on the upgrade system? I, it's it's I like it like a lot more than the first season. I think it's easier to upgrade your gear. Um, it makes makes doing lower keys worth it again. Like even if you're doing like if you're like a pump in twenties, if you need to upgrade gear, you're gonna go back and do nines. Right. And I think that's I think that's good for the game because like then you, you could have like a really geared person join your like nine and just 
wreck and make the the run really easy. Yeah. But uh, I think it, I, I I personally I really like I like the the crests. I like the the fragments and how much you can get in a week or whatever. Yep. It's just it's just it's, it's I like it a, a lot more and I think it's a lot better. Yeah. I think I think what's really nice with it is you can upgrade your gear without having to push the harder content so it makes it a lot yeah. easier to get gear and, and catch up yeah. and also uh, like we've talked about before you don't have to worry about whether or not let's say you get a weapon you don't have to worry about whether or not it's your best in slot just go ahead and upgrade it because once yep. you get your best in slot you can upgrade that that weapon without spending just any like crests or anything just half the cost of flight stones super yep. quick and easy um I think one of the things that's also nice is it kind of makes those nine that the nines are kind of a sweet spot, um, because right now Drake Crest and Worm Crest for like that uh, veteran gear and champion gear that's kind of what you need, but nines will give you champion gear, so you can upgrade that all the way to four thirty seven, but nines yep. will still get you the Drake Crest. Um, so nines and tens will get you the Drake crest, and then you could do an eleven and get the uh, the fragments for worm. the worm crest. So like yeah. that right there is kind of your sweet spot because you can get really good gear that you just upgrade later on. Yeah. Um, the only thing, the only complaint I would have is that it does feel like flight stones are a bit harder to get than they probably should be. But uh, you get like thirty of them, I think, from from each Mythic Plus dungeon. So you know you'll, you'll accumulate some. But uh, I would I would guess flight stones are something they would consider making tradable on your account. Like later on in the season, probably with 10.1.5, maybe we'll see something in there where you can, you know, for 300 flight stones, you can buy a token that's worth 250 and send it to an yeah. arm. Um, I, I could see them doing something like that with the flight stones. I don't see anything like that happening with the crest. But I think the yeah. flight stones, you absolutely could do that. I, I I think they should up the amount of flight stones you get from dungeons. I agree. I think 50 to 60 would be better. Yeah. Because, uh. like, the only, like, the dailies give an okay amount, but, like... The, the dailies I got barely give anything, mine, yeah. The, I got most of mine today. I got, like, I, I made, like, 800 just doing the campaign. I'm not even like halfway done. So like right. where I got the majority of my flight zones is from the the campaign. And yep. like I wish that you could continue to get that amount late like when you're done the campaign cuz like yeah, yeah. it's just it drop it drops off. Yeah, the like best how, how place long it takes to get. The best place that I've I've looked up and, and read about to get it from is the Firex assault, but oh, it's, okay. it's it's just a farm. I mean, it's it's and you're not getting uh, much, you're getting like 10 every few minutes probably so i mean you have to farm it for a few hours to get a decent amount i did it for about 20 minutes and got bored so (laughs) i think i got like 30 in that time Um, i don't know i I do think they should be a little bit easier obviously doing world quests and stuff if you're doing world quests to get rep that's great and it's a good reason to do the world quests Mm -hmm. to also get the flight stones because you're going to get i think it's nine flight stones eight or nine per world quest that you do some of the world quests I, will give you flight stones as well, so you, you can get a few extra yeah. ones. But I did like there's there's a so I can find it. Yeah, there's a quest right now in the cavern that gives twenty four flight stones for the daily. Right. That's pretty cool. Yep. But 
yeah, it's still not much. You would think that like twenty four is really not a lot. I would like hope that dailies would do like thirty, thirty five. Yeah. Yeah, I would like it to give it a little bit more and be a little bit easier to get those flight stones. But uh, and they might they might change that. Who knows? We'll see. But, yeah. Uh, I mean, overall though, the upgrade system is really really well done. I really like yeah. it. Um, mm-hmm. like I said, it makes it so the lower level stuff is still worth doing like lfr is worth doing if you don't have tier um yeah you can only upgrade to 224 but 224 is pretty good gear yeah um, it's not that bad but yeah no i think uh i think they did a really good job with it the only downside would be the lack of flight stones but i yeah. think long term it won't be as big of a deal especially if you can trade them uh, across your account that'll be helpful yeah um also, uh, we've been seeing something pop up in our uh, chat a lot, a lot more than we thought we'd do. Now. <laughs> one one uh, literally I, popped up. Yeah, I think I, in the first like 30 minutes I was on tonight, I think I saw about 10 of them. Uh, so you want to explain what that is and go into detail on that? <laughs> so I don't know. This. I think people are getting it from normal and heroic mostly. Oh, that's what I think. But uh, yeah, so anyways, you get this message in game and it just says like... Uh, scroll. I can get it. Uh, my chat's being weird. Anyway, so so you get like an orange text in your in your chat tab, and it just basically says like something's on the happening at the top of the Isaac Tower or whatever, and it's just basically the evokers getting their legendary. And so I think like everybody's just getting that legendary. Like, I, I every evoker's gonna have it like in a week. <laughs> Everyone's just, I just, every Volker's gonna have it's just, it seems like it's just so easy to get for the amount of people that, that the, the amount of time you see the, the messages is, is a lot, it's like a lot. Like, yeah. It was so, it was so much that I thought it was a, it was a, an American server wide notice, not a <laughs> server notice. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it definitely. And I, I kind of, you know, brought it up earlier that maybe it's bugged. I don't know. I don't. I don't think it is. I think just. I don't think so either. I, I think it's just a lot of people are getting it. Because um, what Blizzard said was that it has a very low chance to drop from LFR. It's going to be it'd be extremely rare from LFR with slightly with the rarity increasing slightly uh, for each level. Yeah. But it feels like it's almost like like 50% chance to drop or so. I mean, it probably not quite that high. Um, it also could just be that, you know, with the raid being easier, you have a lot more people clearing it. So more opportunities to get it. I don't know. Um, but yeah, no, we're seeing, I mean, literally you can't go more than about five, 10 minutes without seeing one get made right now. Yeah. Um, which um, is, so it's great, so- you know, but, uh, yeah, it's interesting because I did not expect it to be that often. It's, it's not, OP for the evoker. Uh, I'll just state that now. It's it's not. It's it, I, it might maybe be best for raid and like mythic plus, but like it how it works for your team is why it makes it so good. It doesn't do anything for the evoker other than just stats. Right. Um. So basically, it does it whenever you use like an empowered ability and you have eternity surge and fire breath to do that. It sends a sphere out going to a target in your group and increasing their primary stat by 500 for 10 seconds. So, I mean, that, that's really nice for a teammate, but I'm pretty sure that the Evoker cannot get that orb himself. I'm pretty sure in the weapon it says it goes to a teammate. 
Interesting. So now. it's not I, it's not like a broken legendary by any means. I mean, it, it might be, I, I don't know. I don't know how it sims with other people, but for the evoker itself, it's not, it's not, I think it's OP. Maybe for the group it is, but not for evoker. Right. Now, speaking of evoker, uh, there have been some PTR changes. Uh, yeah. And we're just going to focus on the augmentation evoker because we talked about it a lot last week. So uh, you want to take us through uh, the changes? Just a couple of the changes there. Yeah, so uh, I'll go to the top. So uh, Sands of Time is a, it's a talent, basically, that when you're using a powered ability, it, it extends the duration to Evan Might, which you put on like targets to increase their damage. So it went from three seconds to two seconds. Um, the deep breath value of Evan Might has been reduced a little bit. Uh, Breath of Eons, that one that collects damage. I thought it was 20%, maybe, and then now it's 15%, so it's a little bit of a nerf. They did increase the cooldown from 1.5 to 2 minutes. So I'm bit, uh, that time skip really helps too, though, to bring it back. Because gotcha. I, I, I tested on the PTR that, that uh, time, the, the one, you know, time skip. And it. With the talent for three seconds, it's roughly about a 40 seconds off of your cooldowns. So that's still pretty good. Um, Chrono Ward, which is that shield that Breath of Eons puts on people when they do damage, used to be like 100% of their damage, so they get a huge shield. They now made it so it can't go above 30% of your maximum health. So that's it's still strong, but it's a, it's a big nerf. Um... They just changed the position on the town of Dream of Spring, which is not a big deal. It's it's not the not the greatest. Uh, interwoven threads that put on your abilities, like so that you know the time skip one that increases that adds one second onto the the channel. Okay. There's the other talent that was just straight up reduced your cooldowns by fifteen percent. Gotcha. They reduced that. They reduced that to ten percent. Mm. So just kind of balancing it out. Makes sense. Yeah. Um. Almost done here. Uh, sorry, some of these spells are kind of new to me. Uh, there's this ability called Motes of Possibility, and Essence abilities have a chance to form a moat of diverted time near you. Anyone who comes in contact with that gains 10 seconds of reduced cooldown to their major abilities. So that's just kind of like it puts like, uh, like souls or healing spheres you know mugs demon hunters have it kind of does that and then it just reduces cooldowns when you walk through it which is interesting i'll skip some of the other stuff uh the, that time skip they changed the wording of it but it's still the exact same Evan Might duration was reduced to two seconds or by two seconds for three for that one as well. And then the last one for PvP talents is that when you had Evan Might up, which I don't know, it was like 12, no, it was like eight seconds, I think. It reduced the cast time of Living Flame to make it instant. So you could just spam it in PvP. Um, but they reduced it, so it's like reduced the casting time by 100%. So I don't know if that's instant or just like really fast. And I don't know what, that, what, what the change is that. I'm not sure. I don't know. Do you have any ideas? Uh, which one was that again? The... It's called Born in Flame. Born in Flame. 
other PvP talents. Um, it just says like reduce the cast of 100%. So that mean if it was two seconds, would it go to one second? Is that how that works? No, it's. I think it's just a rewording. Honestly, it's the same okay. effect, just a rewording. Okay. Yeah, reduce, the last if it two. reduces the cast time by 100, percent that's just, is essentially making it instant cast. So yeah, I think, I think it's just I a re rewording of it. Okay, yeah, they reworded a couple of spells too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then the general for evokers, it's just two more changes. Uh, fire, fire breath is like AOE that does the dot or the straight up damage depending on how long you channeled for. Uh, is doing reduced damage beyond five targets for augmentation. Uh, it's also making it so the Evan might goes down to two seconds instead of three, because like when you use like an empowered spell, it would increase Evan might on your target. So it's kind of nerfing that in general to bring it down a little bit. Uh, then the PvP talent, which is new, called Dreamwalker's Embrace, uh, verted to Brace, which is the ability you collect to fly to an ally and heal them. Uh, now increases movement speed by 40%. And if you do it through an enemy, then they will be tethered and damaged for 50% of spell power and slowed by 50% for 3 seconds. And that's that's the changes for Evoker. Nice. Um, yeah, we had a few other class changes for PTR stuff. Uh, they did a little yeah, bit there's... of a, a small buff to like Guardian Druid. There's tons yeah. of changes for Fire Mage and Mages in general. Tons. We're not going to go through them because... Uh, it's being we reworked. Don't play it. Same with <laughs> Holy Pally and uh, Priest. They're doing reworks on a lot of stuff. Yeah. So a lot of that has been changed and it's going to continue changing constantly. Um, yeah. uh, let's see. Yeah, there's not really anything for the specs that we have been playing right now. Yeah. Um, other than, uh, I guess for you, Balanced Druid had a uh, Astral Smolder duration was reduced to reduced, six seconds. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, no, not a ton of changes other than the stuff that's getting a lot of reworks. Uh, I'm yeah, sure we'll get a more tuning later on as we go. Yeah, yeah, there's going to be a lot more tuning for sure. I think the tuning for augmentation is just the beginning. I still think they're going to buff some stuff and nerf some other stuff. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, the other thing that is coming in 10.1.5, we've touched on this a little bit. We haven't really gotten into detail on it. Uh Dawn of the Infinite Mega Dungeon. Uh, that yep. is going to be the new Mega Dungeon in 10.1.5. It's going to be dealing with, I'm guessing, the Infinite Dragonflight. This is what it sounds like. Um, and yes. we're going to have Chromie in it. Uh, we're going to have Galakron's going to be in it. Uh, Tears well, going to be in it. I think Galakron's head is in it. Yeah, it's the, it's the blight of Galakron. Yeah, we'll go into that here in a yeah. second. Yes, yeah, yeah. Galakron's making an appearance. You got Morchi, which is the evil Chromie. Tear's going to be in it. Um, Eridicron is going to be in it, which is interesting because I'm pretty sure Eridicron's one of the uh, primals that we're facing right now. I, I, I could oh, okay. be wrong on that. But uh, Eridicron is... Time... Yeah, he's one of the four primal ass incarnates. So I think that's I think interesting. What I was what I was reading is the, the fight time loss battlefield is like kind of like a battle for Mount Hyjal I think I don't know if it's like not like not the not the whole dungeon of the raid but I mean like how you fight off like Horde or Alliance at certain points I think because they're bringing back uh, one of the orcs I, I want to say Grom I, I'm not sure 
Uh, I saw his I saw his model in the in the patch notes, where they had like different. They changed his look, and it was in the it was in the game files or whatever. Then yeah. the next patch, he's like green this time or something. So so that particular one is like an alternate uh, Azeroth, essentially oh, an alternate okay. timeline. Uh, so you have it. So basically, what I was seeing is based off the models. What they feel like is going on is basically the alliance is. Well, the Alliance and Horde are both much more extremist versions of themselves. Um, so, like, the Alliance is in that in that alternate timeline is basically what would have happened if, like, the Scarlet Crusade had won out and the Silver Hand hadn't come up and, and stopped them. Um, oh, okay. So it's, like, a much more religious zealot type, type alliance. Um, and oh. the Horde is more of a... Uh, like a primal. still still more yeah they're more tribal and still more of like a uh a war war band rather than war driven, uh, war driven yeah yeah than uh what what we're used to um uh, yes Grom, gromish hellscreen does have a new model uh where he is he's still i think he was he was always green um yeah uh and Wad, they had the, in Wad, he had, was yeah in Wad, Wad, he, he was, wasn't he was because brown. he wasn't yeah yeah it was that's yeah, he didn't take the uh, the fell. The fell, yeah. Um, but yes, he is coming back for that one in the uh, time lost battlefield. So yes, you are correct on that. Um, and Anduin Lothar is going to be the champion of the alliance, which is going to be really cool. Yeah, it's cool. Um, but uh, yeah, no. So we've got a lot of different. Uh, we've got the map for it, which looks yeah. pretty cool. The artwork looks really neat on the. Uh, the, the map the I've actually I don't feel like I've seen maps looking like that honestly. Yeah, uh, that see, first like, one. Different. What the one that says Dawn of the Infinite? Yeah, like that that art that main artwork for that first part. I feel like that's kind of a new thing. Yeah, I could be wrong. I don't know. Um, if you uh, if you kind of scroll down to the yeah, you've got you the different know, maps. You see Galcron's head. In the yes, one. I know. I saw that. I love it. That's massive. Oh yeah, well Galcron is is massive. Was he bigger than Deathwing? Oh, Definitely, yes. Right? Yes, yes. Way bigger. Um, so if you go to Dragonblight and uh, Northrend, the big right. giant skeleton, that is Galakrond. Yeah. That, like, takes up half the map. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to guess that the one, the bottom right one, is probably the battle because you've got, like, a clear horde hut and an alliance outpost. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just going to guess that's probably what that is. Could be wrong. I think but, you're right. Because you can see like the, the, the color and like, the structure of the buildings. Yeah. But yeah, no, these, I mean, these all look really cool. The maps look yeah. interesting. Um, definitely could be, a, it should be hopefully a, a good, exciting dungeon. Do you know if they're doing what they did in Shadowlands and having just the mega dungeons as the last season of dungeons they haven't plus. said anything yet so there's no telling um i don't i don't think it's going to be just mega dungeons um i think we'll see my guess is that we will see probably one of these uh like because they'll split up this you know because you got eight bosses so they're going to split it up yeah, four and four two. Yeah. so there's going to be two two versions of it uh, I'm guessing you'll see you'll you'll have one half in season three, the other half in season four, 
and then oh. probably do maybe two to three dungeons from current. Um, probably like whichever was the least popular from season one. Uh, yeah. They'll put in, or who knows, maybe they'll mix it up and they'll have like a couple of the dungeons from season one and a couple of dungeons from season two will be in there and then you'll have some new old ones. Um, yeah. I don't see them doing just a full on mega dungeon one because they already did that. Um, it feels like it'd be a little weird to go back and do that again. Yeah. But uh, we'll see what they end up doing. It'll be interesting. Um, you want to take us through the uh, the bosses that we have? For the Mega Dungeon? No. Yeah. Just, just the list kinda, of bosses. We kind of touched on it a little bit. So we have Chronicar. Um, like, I, I don't really know much of these two these characters except for Tyr and Morchi and Chrono Lord. But Chronicar, I'm not sure who that is. But that would be the first boss. Then Manifested Timeways. I'm not sure what that entitles. Uh, we have Blighted Galakron, which is probably just dragons of his spawn or whatever. I don't know. Uh, Eridicron, the Stone Scale. And he's one of the main four, right? Yes, Eridicron is one of the uh, four primals. Which okay. I, so I find it really interesting that he's in this. Right. Then we have Morchi, the uh, bad crummy. Yes. I'm looking at, an Im- at the... At the uh... The character model of her, and she actually looks pretty badass. Do you want to send it to me? Uh, yeah, I'll send it to you. Cool. Um, then we have Tear, the Infinite Keeper, which is cool. Tear's really cool. The Timeless Battlefield, which we kind of touched on, and Chronolord Deos. Deos? Uh, yeah. And which... he's, he's the last boss in Old Mon right yep. now. Is what does that mean? Does that mean like this mega dungeon is that just a different universe or like timeline? Yeah, well, so so that's this whole dungeon is the infinite timeline, it's the infinite dragon right. fight. So we're going to be going all throughout time. Um, okay, so could be that's back, why it could be back in time, could be forward in time, could be alternate timelines. Uh, there's really no limit with this dungeon, right? So what we're doing, yeah, I'll bring that out because the Red Cron could still potentially be in a future raid. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I'm just, I'm curious because he's never been involved in the Infinite Timeline as far as I know. So it's interesting to see why he's in this. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, so those are the bosses. Um, here, let me link this in the notes real quick and you can okay. take a look at the character models. It's number nine there in the notes. Um, because that Chronicar looks pretty cool looking too. Chronicar looks really cool. Yeah, I really uh, like that. Chronicron. Yep. Tear looks cool. Yeah, Tear, I can't Morchia. wait. I can't wait for Tear. Tear is one of my favorite Morchia. characters. And wow, Morchi's like a goth crummy. Yes, it looks awesome. I love it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no. So I, I mean, I think this could be a really, really interesting and fun dungeon to do. Uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, one last thing. Yep. Before we close out, is they're potentially bringing back that mount, the Terriel's Charger, is that what it's yes, called? Yes, yes. So that could potentially come back in the trading post soon. Yep. We'll see. Also, there is, as uh, you were telling me earlier this week, there is a... Uh, 
what is it called in the featured section of the uh the wow shop there's the guardian pack that gives you what is the it staff. The, yeah the staff the, the staff helm, and the cloak and the cloak that are all medivh's uh equipment stuff yeah yeah um it's eight dollars us dollars and it is available for about six more days, but it is coming into the trading post sometime between September 1st and December 31st. So yeah. near the uh, near the end of fall and winter, uh, we will have that available in trading posts. So that's when I will pick that up probably because it does look pretty cool, and I do love them. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, one thing that was announced—I don't know if it was today or yesterday—and this is nothing to do for us. Uh, but in Rathlich King, they are now selling gold tokens. Yes, I did see that. They're also uh, about to have a 50% XP bonus event in Wrath as well. Oh, okay. No, I will not be speedrunning that. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be 50%, 50 still take a long time. Yeah, that's probably a two-day grind. Yeah. That's, that's at least, it's at, that would at least be 24 hours, I guarantee it. Yeah. I do not have the energy right now to do even think about trying to do a speedrun for 24 hours. Um, yeah. We will be having a speedrun on retail here in a few weeks. Uh, let me look at the calendar and see when that will likely be. Um, depending on my work schedule, that will either be May 4th or May 9th. It just depends on uh, when I get switched back to my uh, schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, once I know what's going on with that, I'll set a more permanent date. And that should be a very fast speed run because we will have yes. a... Uh, oh, wait, no, we don't have that for this month. That's next month. That's Oh, no, no, what? is that this one? Hang on. When is, when is... Yeah, I think that is this month. When is... When is Diablo... The Diablo 4 event? And Wow. That is going to be... Oh, it starts tomorrow. So, yes. Uh, yes, so that'll be this next speedrun. Um, we should have 50% experience bonus. So, also, on that note, you guys have alts that you need to level up. Do it now. Uh, so tomorrow. Tomorrow you get 50% XP bonus uh, for, like, two weeks, basically. So, go in there, get that done. Because uh, that'll be very, very helpful. Um, yeah. two, three weeks, three weeks, I think maybe it's three weeks is about how long it's going to last for so go level up your alts Lynch, talking to you buddy do, do, level up your alts man you got everything at 60 still <laughs> Normal, yes. normally you'd have everything max level already this is the time, you got two weeks 50% bonus XP the time is now you, you can get you can get dragon flights you can get 60 to 70 done with, with crafting and then with actual leveling you can get that done in like three hours maximum. Maximum. Yeah. If uh, it was us doing our speed run, it would take two hours. Yeah, well, if we did the crafting stuff first, it'd probably only be an hour and a half. Like, I'm, I'm, yeah. think, I'm thinking on my speed run, I, I'm thinking. Six hours. Hour, hour and 45 minutes for the dragon flight is what it should okay. take me. Uh, probably le uh, maybe even less than that. What do you think is going to be your overall time? If you had to guess, I would like say six, six hours. I would, yeah, I would say six hours is probably what I'm looking at. Is what I'm gonna guess. Uh, that's my goal. Uh, if we can hit five hours, oh, that'd be amazing. But I don't, I don't know. If five hours is gonna be really hard. Uh, yeah. but we'll see. We'll see. Um, I mean, I did it in five and a half. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, you did. 
Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, you did. You, you picked your character out in five and a half yeah. hours and, and finally picked this, this class. And then you spent the next five hours picking what spec you're going to play. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so I guess we're kind of in our weekend wow now. So um, Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, so I'll just go ahead and do mine first and let you go yep. second this time. Yep. Um, yeah, so I'll be prepping for speedrun here in a couple weeks. Uh, but yeah, no, this past week pretty much did a lot of dungeons. Really enjoyed the dungeons. We've been pumping them out like crazy. Um, yeah. I know I've been kind of pushing us on those. Just like, which generation? We got these three? All right, we're doing this one. Like, not yeah. even. Yeah, no. I'm not giving you guys a break. We're pumping We're pumping these keys out as quickly as we can because yeah. just, just, there's no bad key, I feel like. I feel like probably the worst dungeon is Vortex Pinnacle, and it's not hard. It's just boring. Yeah. Um, one thing, this is something we talked about as well, but one thing, one reason I think you don't have a bad dungeon is there's nothing that's a 45 minute timer like you had with the other side and other other dungeons, you know, there's no super long dungeon. They're all pretty quick. Um, so that's been nice. But yeah, no, we've just been knocking key after key after key. I bet I've done 30 keys already these first two weeks, easily. Actually, I know I've, I know I've done 30 because I've done at least 10 on my Demon Hunter both weeks, and I've done... I did two on my on, on the, one of the monk and one of the pally the first week, and I did at least four on each of them this past week. So yeah, yeah I know I've done at least thirty keys easily. Um, yeah, I've I've only done keys on four tunes, uh, and only one on hunter. But like my three that I've done the most on have been my druid, my evoker, and my rogue. So those three, and I, I've I've done. I did eight for Rogue, eight for Evoker, eight for Druid, and one for Hunter. I did quite a bit as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think my uh, my Demon Hunter is up to 423 item level now. I've got yep. my best in slot trinket. Uh, I've got my second best in slot trinket. <laughs> I've got three pieces of tier. Uh, I've gotten nah. very, very lucky with loot so far. Uh, it's yeah. been a really good good run. Still don't have my best in slot weapon, but uh, we'll get there. That's a bunch of underots, which I don't really look forward to running under this week but we'll see yeah um so what about you your week in wow i know you touched up a little bit there but just mythics you know just i i i have i did one of my hunters just that one chance to key not saying i'm really gonna play it i was just kind of wanted to see if i could get some tier but uh the three that i've been playing the most have been a rogue druid and evoker i really touched my evoker much this week because i was just kind of waiting for the new spec to test it out but I've been enjoying my assassination rogue and my feral druid quite a bit. And that's what I've been doing most of my keys on. Yep, yep, yep. We'll be doing a couple more keys tonight before I head to sleep. We'll see how many yep. we get in. But yeah, uh, no, it's been a it's been a fun season so far. I'm liking it. Yep, me too. Uh, hopefully, it stays that way. We got uh, Lynch is back. Jared is back. So that's going to be nice having them for some of the keys. Yes. But, uh, yeah, no, I think uh, you got anything else? Nope. Me neither. Um, I think, yeah, that's about it then. So uh, if you want to check out our socials, um, I've got uh, my Twitch is twitch.tv slash buckline. YouTube is buckline the demon hunter. Twitter is at buckline dh. I've been streaming on all three platforms. Well, I guess not Twitter, but uh, I've been streaming on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook Live. So you can catch my streams on 
those. I normally uh, announce it on Twitter when I do go live, so you can always check on there. Follow me on Twitch, you'll get notifications. But uh, yeah, I've been doing that the last few couple of streams, and that's been working out well. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, what are your socials? Twitch and YouTube is uh, QQ underscore Bioshock. And I've been streaming more often. And so, yeah, I'll probably be stream- I'll continue to keep streaming, try and keep yep, it more yep. regular. Usually uh, Wednesday through Saturday, uh, he usually is streaming while I harass him in the chat while I'm at work. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, always a good time. Yep. You know, you can. I notice, you notice he's got his light on. It's because he's scared of the dark because he's a Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> All Canadians are scared of the dark. We know that's to be yeah. fact. Yeah. But, uh. <laughs> I hate the dark. <laughs> Oh, but yes, uh, I think that's about all we got. Somewhat short podcast this week, but there's not a whole lot going on. Just pumping keys out and getting geared up. Yep. Yep. So uh, keep on pushing all those keys, guys. Have fun and uh, enjoy the season because it's, it's been a good season. I like it. I think it'll be a good yep. one. Um, yep. Oh, one last note. They have confirmed that the uh, the the current upgrade system... We'll, we will have some form of that in Season 3. Uh, that is confirmed. Cool. Um, they're going to make some changes, such as the uh, the, the fragments and the crests. Are gonna, they're they're going to try to make those in the currency tab instead of taking space in your bags. And potentially, uh, potentially having something where you can take the higher crests and turn them into lower crests. Uh, so you don't have to go back and do the lower keys at all mm. the time. Um, I don't. I don't know if that's this is what I've heard. I haven't looked at it myself, but uh, yeah. Anyway, we'll probably get more info on that and update you as we hear news and information on it. Yep. But uh, thank you all for watching. Uh, bye. You got anything else to say? Nope. Nothing. All right. Uh, y'all have a great one. Appreciate you watching, and we will see you for episode twenty-one. Bye.